Hello and welcome to Into the Lives of Women. It's me, your host, the Nairobi Feminist. It's been a couple of months, but we are finally back and ready to share with you some amazing stories that we have lined up this season. So before you go anywhere, please don't forget to subscribe. And yeah, I'll have my guest introduce herself and we can carry on from there. Grace Nyoto. I'm a, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, a feminist, a humanist, a minimalist. But today, and for the last five years, I've been a mom. Yes, but um, I happen to be a single mom. And what has your journey been? Um, to be specific, when did you become a young mom? <laughs> okay, I got pregnant at 18, uh, my first year of compass. Uh, but I delivered my child uh, a month. Uh, it was like a month and a few days after I turned 19. Yeah, so she, uh, she's five now. So it's been about five years. Um, so I'm 24 now. Yes. You're still a bit young, but it, it, you never. Could you take us back to how you how you found out you were pregnant? Okay. Um, okay. It was my first year of compass. I. Um, I went for the December holidays. I came back in January for the second semester. And um, I realized that my period was late. So uh, I did mention it to him. Uh, to, this, to this day, he says I, I told him. <laughs> I told him when I was seven months pregnant. But I do know for a fact I told him uh, that my period was late. So the only thing he said was, ah, that can be. That, that can be. So um, as soon as soon as it happened, uh, there uh, after after soon after, the relationship fell apart. So uh, we broke up, and um, um, like a month later, I con I I I, I really I, I started having this um, this what do you call the morning sickness. So I knew yeah. I knew I'm pregnant. So I went and got a test. And I knew I was pregnant, but I was so scared. I was scared after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I did, um, I did struggle through that semester. I finished. And then um, after that, I went home for the long holidays. Uh, okay. During that time, I didn't even tell anyone in my family. I just, I just let it be. <laughs> so when I was around seven months, um, I ran away from home. I... I went to my auntie's place. Uh, at least she was kind enough to let me stay. But um, my sister, my sister Amboy, um, she's the one who, let me call her um, a middle a middle person. So she got me back home. Uh, so from then on, I, um, I went back home. My parents have been... Um, I'll say extremely generous because after that, um, after 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 I went back home, uh, I did deliver my child in September. So uh, the new semester for second year was starting. But when I went back there, I had failed a unit, and in and back in Moranga, you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't go to the next year. I don't know how it is now, but back then. You wouldn't go the next year if you had failed um, a unit. Yeah, yeah, a unit. That's it. Yeah. So I kind of dropped out. 
<laughs> and you know i went back to school like a month after delivery so it used to be so hard you know even when you've just had a child sitting on a wooden chair is is quite uncomfortable but yes i know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so 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 but i did try and struggle i was told that unless you you do that you need to you can't continue to the second year so i just went back home but um the next so i was supposed to uh, maybe i think i would have stayed for i had to redo reset that exam and then wait for the next year or something i don't know i, I can't remember i think of for for my own self i don't know preservation of kind of blocked that but i don't remember a lot of it i only remember that i dropped out <laughs> but the next year um, my my parents um i think they saw fit which was a very good decision back then for me to switch schools that is how i joined ku yeah so i i i, I left moranga and i joined ku yeah and that's and now I'm, i hold a degree in uh, english literature Yeah, that's amazing because I totally understand how difficult it is when you have a child and yeah. you know for you to go back a month after you have just given birth and you know you've yeah. gone through the emotional roller coaster of you know your the, the father of the child said um the relationship ending so you have to now focus on yourself and focus yeah. on your child but at the same time focus on getting an education yeah exactly yeah but at- <clears throat> <clears throat> at the same Sorry. time yeah and yeah. how was that journey for you um let me just say it wasn't easy um but the good thing um i in in this i say um i happen i happen to be a very very lucky person i my family has always been supportive so much we know as much as they are supporting you the emotional part you have to do it yourself that one they they'll tell you it's okay life gets better yeah. which it does it's true but you have to put hard in that to heal <laughs> yeah you have to put in so it used to be so hard you know the f- the worst part was um we we went to the same school with a guy he was way older but he happened to be an an ear an ear head ahead So you would hear stories oh he has a new girlfriend or this or that you know you're still not over it you're still mad you're still mad that he he, he yeah. abandoned me so it used to be difficult but with time you outgrow it yeah so i think even my parents um choosing a different um, environment for me was um what do i say a very healthy decision because yeah. um i left moranga i went to ku uh the nyeri branch that is where i i went there with my child so i had i had a lot of time to heal because i'm not seeing him the friends that i had in moranga we are not talking anymore yeah. so that distance and not knowing what is happening in his life or whether he has a new catch or not <laughs> it did help it did help and but you but honestly that that's not just something that just goes away you have uh, as soon as i finished campus i got a job so i was able to enroll for therapy so 
Yeah, I had to That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, because I knew this is not something that just goes away. There's a lot of rejection and pain and so <laughs> that's not something that just goes away. You have to put in the work. So I happen to be among the lucky ones that life life gets better for. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm can totally relate with that because you know, once you have a child with someone, yeah. your life changes. As a woman, yeah, your life true. changes forever. And yeah. for the man he doesn't go through any of the physical processes so to him his life doesn't seem to change in any way he can still exactly. go out he can still yeah. do whatever he wants and you exactly. know and once he says that he's no longer interested in being part of your life you have to carry the weight you have to carry the burden you have to do it all by yourself and you exactly. know when you're young and you don't have you know it, when we're younger we don't have friendships that mm-hmm. are really strong enough that people can understand what you're going through especially for you at 19 yeah? yeah a lot of the friends we have maybe and haven't gone through this and they really don't know how to how to embrace you or how to comfort you so a lot of them tend to shy away yeah and you're left alone with your child and mm-hmm. all you have is each other and you have to yeah. find a way of growing together find a way of healing in this process as well in the same time your child gets mm-hmm. sick same time mm-hmm. you know you you balancing school it's definitely a journey that's difficult and you know when you're going through it in that moment it never feels like it's going to get better and it yeah. takes a while <laughs> before it gets better yeah yes um could you recount for me any of your moments that you were at your lowest that maybe someone else could be going through right now and they feel mm-hmm. like life can't go on but you've gotten through so do you have like maybe a few moments you can share with us that you were at your lowest but your perseverance has gotten you to where you are now okay um i have i think i have several uh, the first one was when uh, you know when you deliver you have to be up so many times in a night and it it gets yeah. stressful it's, it's it's physically and mentally exhausting So back then I I was at home my mom would really try to help but back then her health still wasn't as good she had just undergone surgery so as much as she wanted to help she wouldn't help me so much so that was me you wake up you've slept 2 hours she's up again <laughs> you have to do it by yourself because there's no one else it's either that or your baby cries and you know your her mom So you you wake up and that was that was a really low point yeah yeah because the crying even <laughs> makes it worse <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know what happens at that way very especially 1 to 0 to 3 months is a very difficult time for even parents who have a partner so that was one of the worst um and then uh, i think after some time it really started you know during the first few months i was busy with her but after some time she sleeps longer and you know you're not even used to the sleep so i used to be yeah. so awake at night so you know at night it is quiet <laughs> and i and I've, i've grown up in the country I, i it's very quiet it's very peaceful at night but if you're in trouble you're mentally not um do i say stable i don't know if that's the right word to use mm-hmm. uh, your de- your demons attack you <laughs> at night so it can yeah, be the voices really in exhausting. your 
yes the voices in you have to confront them you have because yeah. you can't be on your phone all night you have to confront them those used to be very bad moments um another moment was um when i when when my friends i don't think it was actually i'm not saying this because i think it was out of malice it wasn't uh but the people we used to be in class with um you know story stories would come to me and, yeah and you know people when you're trying to heal you don't need to be knowing what the person who hurt you is doing so stories would come and you know it's very painful um you're working on yourself you're trying to move on and someone is has already moved on and they have a child with you that that's that can be a very low point but eventually yeah. actually it is 5 years now and i and i can tell you sure for sure i don't even remember him i remember him when he's mentioned i i, I don't think i sit and think oh yeah there was now i just think i'm of as him as just any other random guy i've ever dated or something like that it, it, yeah. uh, when i think of him now it doesn't hurt but back then it used to hurt i used to it just used to hurt so much you want to go bang on his door and beat, <laughs> and beat him up <laughs> yeah. and uh, now honestly it doesn't affect me so it gets better it always gets better that's what i tell people and you know and yeah and when i when i went to ku i i was lucky enough to get two ladies there was njoki and there was um lydia this those ladies really helped me because they became my friends you know i used to be so detached from the world uh-huh. i i didn't i didn't i didn't want to engage people on an emotional level I used to be so detached but they put in the effort. You know, I used to even at night your baby is not sleeping so you go to class in the morning you're dozing off because <laughs> or you are late or I'm late. I used to be so late because I had, maybe she was she was she was having a hard time waking up. You have to get her ready for daycare. You get all those things so and have to walk to school. So I used to be late sometimes. Uh Lydia back then was the I think she was the class rep Uh-huh. Yeah, she she put in an effort to to know what is going on. Are you okay? What's what's up? Why do you always sleep so much in class? And I'm telling you she helped me out so much because um she would um she would remind me when oh my gosh, tomorrow there is a cut. So I I didn't even remember there was a cut tomorrow. You know, that point you in a, your mind is <laughs> in the yeah. you don't re- you don't remember that oh no so she reminds me tonight i'm going to study for it before i sleep and then i wake up very early and, and i read i i read so she did help me and then joki she she should come visit me she'll come visit me um we would talk you know when you talk you would i would open up i would open up so that really helped in the healing and later my high school classmate Wainoi she came and that talking that you know what you're okay you're now in school again you you have yeah. a beautiful baby you know that really helps and sometimes you want to say that to your farm but you can't you know so it's good to have as much as your family supporting you there are things we you talk 
as girls, you know. Yeah. That that friends feel that that gap because they really don't know you from childhood so even if they judge you it's not so much <laughs> they don't know you so well <laughs> i think i'd say yeah. that yeah mm-hmm. you know no you've said so many things okay sorry <laughs> there's so many things that you said that i can relate with because mm-hmm. you know first of all mm-hmm. when you become a young mom Mm-hmm. People start to look at you like you're that cliche person who didn't finish college or yeah. uni or maybe we didn't finish high school and you have that mm-hmm. kid, you know, because yeah. that specific girl is always frowned upon. Yeah. And society has never been kind to that girl. It's her fault that she became pregnant. It's her fault. Let her deal yeah. with the shame. And a lot mm-hmm. of the time, men, you know, for a man, it's easy for him to detach. He walks away and he continues yeah. his life like nothing happened. Yeah. But what happens to the woman who is stuck in the, you know, you have to deal with with rejection. Yeah. You have to yeah. then find, okay, you lose a few of your friends and then you wonder, mm-hmm. will I even find good friends? Should I trust exactly. anyone? So yeah. you go through a process where you have to learn to open up, you know, because now... yes. Now you feel that, you know, people are not good. People just take advantage of you, you know. Yes, and, yes. you know, it's it's a battle. It's something you do. Like, I could totally relate. You know, for me, my daughter, thankfully, used to sleep sleep yeah. through the night. She used to wake, but she, she used to wake up at 7. So, for me, the night time was the only time I had to be by myself. Mm-hmm. And I would go through the motions, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd have to deal with things... As they are, because you're all alone. You can't hide from yeah. yourself. You can't hide it's from true. your thoughts, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have to deal with these things. And yeah. if you don't have, like, mm-hmm. that one friend you can call and just be like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going through a hard time. You know, yes. if you don't have, you know, um, a, even, you know, even if it's a relative or it's mm-hmm. a high school friend or just basically anyone, it's yeah. really tough. So if there's anyone mm-hmm. out there who who has a friend, Mm-hmm. who has just had a child yeah. don't feel like you're too afraid to approach this person but if you actually so, genuinely care for this person the mm-hmm. most important thing you can give is your presence mm-hmm. in their life it doesn't yeah. have if you don't have money you don't have yeah. gifts just mm-hmm. tell them give them a call every night when you know the kid is asleep and you know just check on them just show them that you're there for them because that's one thing that keeps anybody sane when you're going through a hard time and you find a random phone call from a friend yeah. it really cheers your mood yeah it's true yeah. so it's definitely one thing that I'd like to put out there because you know it's a struggle for you to be a mom to raise a human being when you're still healing when you're young and maybe you've been rejected by your family because a lot of families sometimes just reject you you know yeah. and you're left to deal with a child on your own and if you don't have anywhere else to go mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's always a stranger or a person who was a friend is the one who's going to help you out so always be put yourself in someone else's shoes and if you're like if you're willing to help a person just do it yeah. and do it with a clean heart don't do it yeah. to show off don't do it to rub it in their face you know because there are those people who just come into your life to just see how you're going so they can continue to tell people <laughs> what's going on as well. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it does get better. So in your journey, um, you know, looking back at how hard it was for you in the beginning and now you've gotten to a place where, you know, before you get to the place where you feel no pain or even if yeah. it's pain, it's still a umbali, you know, it's yeah, far yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes time. It doesn't happen yes. in a week, in a month. Mm-hmm. It takes mm-hmm. years. And for me, it took three years to heal. Oh. It oh, took me three okay. years. And on the third year, I knew I was healed. Yeah. Because that's when I stopped feeling the pain. And I stopped, yeah. you know, having to deal with, you know, that those little scars that come up, you know? Yes, yes. Because for me, um, I'm still we're not in a relationship with the father of my child. However, we are co-parenting, and right after he left me, he got engaged to someone else. So you can imagine the yeah, the yeah, whirlwind yeah. I was in. Yeah, yeah I'm so but. Sorry. Yeah. I'm no it's okay because I believe everything happens for a reason. It sucks in that moment, but like yeah. looking back, it's mm-hmm. it's empowered me and it's given me drive to do so many things that I normally wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to ask you what is the one thing that you feel mm-hmm. has been a positive that you have gained from this journey? Okay, um, let's see. Um, well, the most positive thing is that I've learned to appreciate the value of family. Because if it weren't for my family, my my sisters and my mom and my dad, oh my gosh, I'd be dead somewhere. <laughs> At least, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be here because yeah. my parents, because where in Moranga I was, I was doing... Um, uh, government, it, it, what do you call it? A government sponsored um, degree. Oh, yes, yes. yes, that's it. But when I went to KU, it was so. Hello? is on their end. And, mm-hmm. but, they, but they were very supportive. And my sisters have been, they always have been to this very day. They And my family loves loves my child so much um i remember when i first got my child my sister one boy she came with diapers for over for over three months she she brought di- diapers that wow. i used for over three months i know and <laughs> so i didn't i i took i was able to heal even easily because i didn't have to bend and wash cloth diapers every other time and i remember a cousin of mine faith uh she came and she brought me at least a, a near supply of clothes. She had had a child before. She brought me clothes. She knew how it was before me. So she brought me like her nears. I think my daughter was there until she was at least one and a half. So <clears throat> actually family is the one that has, to this day, I really value family. I went when because I know um, apart from friends and anyone else you meet out here is going to help you. Family is the one that really loves you and um, values you. Those are the very people who value you. 
and then um the next thing is the need for an education for a, a higher a higher education i mean post post high school you see um you see after if i didn't get that degree i wouldn't have a job now and if you don't have a job you can really um provide for your child and if you can't provide then 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 that's the really messed up because yeah, you don't have anyone else to to help you out so um so i i wish i wish that families stuck with their loved ones if if someone in your family gets to be a single mom uh, there's no need to shame them or blame them support them that's all they need your support financially emotionally they need it because because a lot of people sink into poverty i've seen it happen they drop out of school they and you know getting a, a decent job at least you know of course there is the rare cases you know someone still makes it without a post post high school i mean a post high school education they are there but most of them they actually just continue sinking sinking into poverty it's hand to mouth and to avoid that if your families should really support support the single moms there help them out they need your help because it's not something you can do alone if i were to say here i i have done it all alone that would be a big big lie i didn't my family helped me and I, an education really did help me so those those actually are the two main things that have uh maybe the third one is therapy um the, the first therapy if you don't have money to go see a therapist of course there is that okay sometimes you you when you 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 feel like you're about to bust you just go and talk anyone who entertains that topic you talk it out you pour your heart out don't mind that they're going to say to say it somewhere no yeah. just talk your heart out because you need you need to get it out you need to get it out of your system and then of course the the other traditional therapy seeing a therapist it really helps those three things are are the best knowing your family has your back as in getting education so you're able to get through life and then going to therapy or just talking it out yeah those have really helped me get here definitely um for me i can definitely say that yeah. you do need someone to talk to and if you're listening to this sorry and you don't have anyone to talk to I do offer free okay, counseling services. So if you ever need any help or someone to talk to, you can simply reach out to me on all social media platforms at the Nairobi Feminist. Get into my DMs or just send a WhatsApp message and I will have a professional get back to you. So I like to ask a question this to all my guests. um who is the one woman in your life that you has done the most for you or that super woman in your life that has changed your life could you share a moment that you were at your lowest or even a, just a, a nice thing a woman has done for you okay was that mine yes Oh, okay. Um okay. Actually, I know this sounds um a little redundant, but um let's just say the women in my family actually. Mm, let's start with my mom. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when I was um, going to deliver my daughter, she, she was the one who took She came to visit every day. I was there for about a week, I think five days or so. Uh, and she came visit every day. Um, and when I left home, um, she always made sure she'd come to Nyeri and make sure we had enough food. So um, she'd, she'd leave having done food shopping. And then, wow, yeah, <laughs> she'd do shopping for food and make sure we are good. Yeah, and um, my my mom really helped. The others are my sisters, but more specifically my sister, Wamboy. Um, she has really helped me. Um, because I've just told you, like, when back then, when she had that, um, her niece had come to the world. Um, she um she she brought me a three months of supply of diapers. And she has wow. never actually actually for the next like four years, yeah. She always used to change um my daughter's wardrobe every <laughs> I remember there was this one Christmas she came and and uh, my daughter had gone to visit her. So when they came back home we met in home home uh, in Moranga and um I, I opened my daughter's suitcase and it was full of new clothes, all new. And she has never acted like I owe her or anything. She hasn't. She's amazing. I'm kudos to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudos to her. She's amazing. She's she. Uh, yeah. Today, say she she hasn't she hasn't stopped supporting me. Yeah. So those are the two people. Um, they didn't have to. The two women. They didn't have to, but they went out of their way to help me out. Because, you know, in some families, people say, ah, you're 18, you're, you're over 18, so whatever. You move on. People move on. They, they leave you out there. But in my family, they didn't. And I really hope, um, even if you don't have the support of your family, which I'm really sorry for, I hope that I hope that you get, you get a support system. Because you do. You do need a support system. Um, I know we are told... Um, contrary to what we are told, we are told you need to be strong. You need to be, to be. You can do this by yourself, which is possible in a way, but not always. Ask for help if you can. Okay, Kwame, ask for help. Do the best, of course you can, but ask for help. There is no shame in that. Actually, there shouldn't be shame in that. You need help, and. If you're lucky enough to get it, take it. Don't be proud. <laughs> because some people, no, because you're a single mom, you don't want to accept help. Um, it's okay to accept help. There's no shame in accepting help. Yeah, that's what I'll tell them. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you know, for me as well, my sister-in-law, the, who is basically the the sister of my child's father was there for me so i can totally relate Mm -hmm. with what you're saying and you know looking back my daughter is about nine now so looking back at all the things that we've been through to get me to where i am today Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for all that I've gone through and I'm grateful that she's here because I've found so much love and life 
in her. So lastly, is there anything you'd like to tell a mom out there who's listening to this podcast and she's feeling like giving up or she's just feeling like it's too much? What would you like to tell that mom? Mm-hmm, okay. Uh, first of all, um, um, ask for help. Uh, if if you're not getting it for your fam- from your family or your friends, just reach out to me. I don't mind you reaching out to me. Just talk it out. Find someone you can talk to. Um, obviously, a problem shared is half solved. Just talk it out. Uh, it will ease the ease the pain, the emotional pain. And then, secondly, um, um, if if it's possible, um, get a post post high school education. It helps so much. Yes, of course, there are cases which people don't need. They they maybe start a business and it takes off, but you, we really can't ignore the fact that a post-high school education has helped get something apart from the high school education, get something afterwards. And then... Um, Even if it's a course, just yes, try something. Exactly, try something. Do something after. Have something on top of having completed high school. And then, of course, there is um, accept help when it's given to you accept it you don't have to be strong and you don't have you know we've, we are given this 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 image that you need because you're not alone you, you don't need anybody you don't know actually if you're given help take it take it and if you have someone you could ask for help ask them for help you don't have to be you don't have to do everything you don't have to do everything yes there is no shame in asking for help and of course finally it always gets better it will always get better yes don't don't give up just yet when you you feel like oh my gosh this is it don't give up just yet it will get better it always does yeah that, that that's it so uh i think maybe you can give your social media name but i'll also share it at the bottom of this post so if you'd like to reach out to her if you'd like to reach out to me if you feel like you have a story that you would like to share or you just simply need someone to talk to we're both available for that so i'd like to thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story because you know sometimes the hardest thing to do is tell people what you've gone through you know but i do believe you sharing your story and me sharing bits of mine has help someone and it does help someone because there are people who go through what we go through and that's why I started Untoolizer Women. I started it so that we can share what we have learned so that other women who are going through similar things know that you can get out of that situation and that you can be successful and that even though you're at the worst moment in your life, things do get better. Yes, yes. So is there anything else you'd like to share as you share your social media names? Um, no, there isn't. Um, I've said everything I've wanted to say. Um, but I'd really like to appreciate you for welcoming me to your podcast. Thank you so much. Um, it's Let's just say this has also been another healing moment of my life. So thank you so much for trusting me. And then uh, my social media handles um, is Grace Nyoto in Facebook, in Instagram, in Twitter. Grace Nyoto, yeah. If you type Grace Nyoto, you will see me. 
and thank you. Thank you so much because you know you have shared your story and it's touched my life as well. So I do believe that this episode will definitely have an impact and help someone else heal. So I love you for listening. Um, make sure to be back every Friday at 2 p.m. where we'll be having new episodes. I love you for listening. Goodbye for now. The Nairobi Feminist. <laughs>